Welcome to Lined Up with Justin Blake. I'm your host, Justin Blake. This is a podcast that was inspired by me believing I was beginning to lose my hair and the impact it had on me. So I wanted to get to know other guys' experience with this and see how they may have been impacted or how their hair has influenced their lives. So here we go. Welcome to another episode of Lined Up with Justin Blake. That would be me, your host, the host. Um, I have a, a special guest. I've been able to reconnect with him. It's actually been a minute since we've seen each other in person. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite people to kick it with in L.A., although we never get to kick it all that often. Just like the cool energy he brings to everything he does, one of the smoothest cats in the game. You won't find a more handsome person doing it. <laughs> Give it up for the very funny, very talented Alex Phillips, you guys. This is it's gonna be a good one. Hey, happy to be here, man. Yeah. Thank that was actually a really good introduction, I, <laughs> I gotta say. Hey man, it came from the heart, bro. So you know. Um, but yeah, no, I wanna uh Use this this moment, this podcast, to, to get to know you a little better, my man. You know, we've always, like, crossed paths. Um, right. So I just, like, in terms of, like, your hair and the, the industry and your life, like, um, right now, how important is your hair to you in terms of, like, your identity? Because you're, you're one of the few people that have such a quality head of hair yeah it's uh it is very much I feel like with me like if you see me from behind you know who it is like based off of the hair um so I think it's pretty I I definitely think it's my image I've been rocking the same dude for like 12 years has it been 12 were you were you um did you have short hair before you grew it out or I've always gone back and forth back and forth I would like have it short you know, waves back in the day, the oh, waves. You had the waves. I had the waves, yeah. <laughs> the wave cap and everything, the brush, the cream. You put the little cream on it. Um, so I've always been big into staying well groomed. And but and then I uh, I would grow it out. I tried to do dreads uh, when I was younger, playing football. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah, definitely yeah. the. Oh, I yeah. played DB too, so it was definitely the move. Yeah, the dreads sure. out the helmet is oh, is bro, always. Yeah. Like, Right? That was like the calling card of like, all right, either this person's like dog. Like yeah, either they're just a raw. beast. Yeah, either they're a beast or like. A wannabe. Yeah. He's either the dude. Yeah, yeah. You're either like, this dude's a dog. Like, he's about the business. Or it's like, he's the guy who shows up. First time ever doing a sport with all the gear. The new stuff. The newest. The new, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. I got I got sweatbands. Got that got the the Jordan, got the, jo- the under armor. Everything. Yeah, the yeah, sleeve. Yeah. Goes yeah. out there just just airballing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely. But the dreads didn't really work that much. My hair's not as tight of curls. Mm. So it doesn't lock up as easy. Yeah, and that I I at one point too, I had did I did the dread things a little more recently. And I did it because, like, I'm not a super into my hair, so I thought it'd be, like, super low maintenance. So no. And I was just, like, shocked. It's actually pretty like, high oh, maintenance. Bro, the amount of, like, 
how labor intensive it is to yeah. keep it decent. Looking good. Because when they look good, they look great. Oh, bro, amazing. Like a good, clean head of dreads. Uh, amazing. It's but, beautiful. But a dingy, like dusty, like immediately. Termites. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck is going on in there. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the vibe at all you want to bring. No. Um, you gotta, and that's expensive. You gotta get them twisted, bro. It was, it was way. I was like, I'm a haircut guy. Like it taught me, cause you know, until I, until I got the dreads, it was. I was like an aspiring. Like I thought about it always, and I was like, ah, I don't know. And then I got out of this relationship, and it was like, man, I'm just gonna do me. Like I'm gonna get dreads dread propping. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it lasted. Probably. He's the yeah. probably. You know what? I'm single now. Yeah. You didn't go buy a Mustang, but you were like, I'm dreading my yeah, hair. Yeah, I'm dreading it out, bro. And then it was it was the amount of just like every day having to like twist them and oil them. I was like, yeah, you get the, the, Did you do the mango and lime? The mango. And lime? No, I did. I actually, I I think I just did like a like a basic sort of like oil. And then just literally let my hair like kink up, almost like yeah. Jimmy Butler style. Okay, yeah. So I thought that would be the kid, like recess, the yeah, guy yeah, from yeah. recess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like come out the black kid from recess. Yeah, like a yeah. cool middle ground. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it 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 didn't. Uh, it was too much work, man. I wasn't yeah. ready to make that commitment. Um, real quick, like where where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Georgia. In Georgia, like uh, while I was born. Um, in Columbus, Georgia, which is like right by Fort Benning. How far is Fort that from Benning. Atlanta? <laughs> uh, like seven hours or something. Oh, like so it's not close at all. No, no, it's okay. pretty far. So I lived there. Then I lived in Phoenix City, Alabama, which separated Georgia from Alabama, like right where I was by uh, the Chattahoochee River. So like on one side was Phoenix City, Alabama, and then the other side was Columbus, Georgia, really. Oh, okay. So so then in growing up out there, was it did you grow up in like a diverse community or was it more black, more white? Well, that that was pretty diverse. And then I moved north of Atlanta, which was uh, in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia. Okay. So I grew up like uh, on a bee farm there for a lot of my life and like a horse ranch. Oh wow. How how old were you <clears throat> at this point? I moved there when I was about nine. Okay. And then I lived there till I was uh, about to be 17. Okay. So then when you were growing up, like, was your hair just like naturally you always cared about it? Or did like one of your parents put like an emphasis on like you need to be like clean cut because, you know. It was a mil- uh, they were like, I would grow my hair out on and off, like always. So I got to have a fro and then I, but they, I would like chop it off. But if it got too long, my parents were like. If it got, like, super long, they'd be like, all right, it's time for a, a trim. <laughs> um, and they didn't let me grow facial hair. My, my my stepdad didn't when I was, like, but I could grow, like, a goatee when I was, like, 16. So I was, like, I'm trying to rock this shit. <laughs> I remember I, like, showed up to, like, a dinner. I, like, lined up my mustache, a little pencil stash, <laughs> little pencil stash. And I had a little, my dad was like, no. Bro, what's so funny about you saying that is, is, that makes you make so much more sense because you move through life like you've been able to have facial hair at 16 and you've just always walked around with like a leather jacket over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it makes sense for you to have the cool you got. That's uh, so like um, for your parents, why didn't 
they was it just like his military background? Or I think so. My mom was military as well. Um, but so my I grew up a lot with my stepdad. Uh, my stepdad and my mom. My dad was Navy. My mom was Army, and my stepdad was uh, Army. Oh, so with this, so there was like beef on multiple levels. Yeah, you got the Army. You got you got the divorcees <laughs> with each other, and then you also got the Army Navy tip. You know, yeah, yeah. they always go at each other. That's that's funny. So, like, at what point did your hair start to become? Because you said you'll grow it out, you'll cut it. Was there like you started to get a little more attention from girls when your hair was longer or when it was shorter. Like, did you notice any difference at like that period to where you were like, Oh, I think I'm gonna keep my hair this length. Like this is the move. Like this style. I think when I, I think you go back and forth just when you're young, just going through that you're trying different things. And I guess to really find it. And then like, I didn't really understand my hair as much. Mm. until I got older because it's very in between, you know, black and white. It's like a real mixture. So I didn't really understand it. And there's not a lot of people with it. So there's no like examples or like somebody yeah, around you to kind of give you some guidance. Exactly. So I was doing a bunch of other things that weren't really as much me. I guess the short hair isn't, is, is, isn't as bad, but you know, trying different styles and, and things. But um, once I understood it more when I was like, probably like 19 like I really like was like okay I got a pretty good handle on this this dude (laughs) and still learned more and more about it and like the way it grows and things you can do with it um and then from there I I pretty much like kept it like growing long and then I think like a couple years after that like 20 20 21 (laughs) is when I really like locked in the Alex Phillips dude oh man so was that out were you out here yeah yeah I was out here okay Okay, so when you moved out here, your hair was wasn't as long. wasn't as long, but it was still pretty. It was, yeah, it was. I don't remember. I've never seen you with short hair. Yeah, I, I mean, I've had it. I've had longer hair, like like yeah. curls, a lot of my life. But like night, like nineteen, I never looked back. <laughs> Full commitment. Yeah, baby. yeah. I just like it, and, and it's cool, and and it does. I think there's advantages to having. Um, your look and just being more natural to you, I think, is always gonna. Oh yeah, play do well, you better for sure. Like, so have you found that like by having the longer air, longer hair, and like pursuing um, like acting roles and things like that, have you found that like you're typecast in a certain way, or they're just like certain parts that maybe. You might Man, I wish favorite. I was typecast. I mean, I'd be highly successful in acting. Like, oh, he's going to play the same character again. He always does. Like, I would love to have that problem. People are like, oh, he's I don't want to be typecast. It's like, please. Yeah, yeah. Typecast me. Yeah. I will be the guy in everything you need. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The guy, the long hair guy. Yeah, let's get up in there. Oh, yeah. But it's, um, it does sometimes, it kind of makes it puts you in a specific thing right Right, i get like where it's like i'll go out for some type of action roles because i really like action stuff um but then but then it's like because you have long hair it's like oh it's like yeah i'm willing to cut this for a movie (laughs) i mean (laughs) we can cut this like you know i'm willing to get the short hair uh for you know 
Navy SEAL. <laughs> right, right, right. Navy <laughs> SEAL 8 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, for sure. So that, that's what I was wondering, too, was like, I know for some people, it's, I feel like it's more so with people who have dreads, but like, the fact you said like you would cut it, would you cut it for like a little commercial? No. Okay. No, no, no. Because I think with, I do well with commercials, and I think uh, the hair definitely helps, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they don't even, when I get to set, like, the funniest part is they don't even know what to do with this shit. Like, I come hair ready, right? <laughs> like, their makeup and hair, they're like, they, they always try to do something right, right, right. to make it feel like they, you know, I guess they're doing something. Their but they job. usually just make it look a little worse. They, like, scrunch it up. They're like, okay. They, like, and they're like, all right, cool. And then I, like, get back in the mirror, and I'm like, all right, bitch, I'm pissed, pissed. <laughs> Have you found? Have you found since? Um, have you found that like sets are having people to cater to more diverse hair more recently or anything? Or is it? Do you still feel like it's kind of the same, and you just get like someone who has no idea what they're doing? Yeah, you get a bit of both. Like, because it's hard to really, especially like with like like cutting black hair is completely different and like knowing how to give you that crisp line that's oh, like yeah. like that's a talent, you know? Like everyone knows the best line they ever had. Oh yeah. Right? You're sure. like boom, like I remember that day I walked out there like two stepping. Uh, man, I haven't been that clean in five years. Yeah, yeah. You're like, take me back. Uh, yeah, it's funny you said I actually have a friend who's uh we were talking about like Europe and how much like He's been several times. I was talking about how much I want to go. And he was like, bro, the only thing stopping me is not having a barber. Damn. Like, I don't want to have to go there and learn eight different barbers to get my hair right. Like, and, you know, he's he's in his, like, later 30s. So yeah. it's like he he feels like he's one bad haircut away from losing it all. You know, <laughs> everybody, you know everybody be so quick to be like, man, the barber pushed my hairline back. They do, though. <laughs> they do, though. Trying to get the fresh... The fra- all it takes is because that'll happen with my beard, right? Like I'm really like specific, and I'll like go like go to make the line, and then I'm like, oh well, this area could use a little like let me curve up more here, and I'm like, oh well, now I got to bring this down, <laughs> and you know, and then you keep playing that, but you're like, well, I still want the line to look crisp, oh, but yeah. they don't let it grow back in; they just keep digging in, digging, yeah, yeah, just just like the guy <laughs> in the hole with the shovel, and he's just getting yeah. deeper. <laughs> And he's like, but 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 I look fresh though, right? It's like, You're like yeah, oh, my man, this isn't. I mean, you definitely look like you just got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I will give you that. Someone spent a long time on your head, but I don't even go to a barber really. Every now and again, I'll go get my beard done. But like, I would like I have a set of like professional clippers. I got like the Andis T outliner. The oh, the Oster, wow. like I can cut hair like um pretty good. Like So you do you cut other people's hair or is it just your hair? Um I cut other people's hair. Like I haven't in a while, but like when I was in high school, I would like cut homies' hair in the locker room and like even when I played like some JUCO ball, like I'd like cut those guys like Really? Yeah, yeah. I always had a pair of clippers. Did you did you learn on yourself? Yeah, I learned on myself because, like, when I grew up in the mountains, there wasn't, like, a black barbershop or anything, you know? <laughs> they had, like, Joneses, and you go in there, and it's, like, the classic, like, old white. He's got, like, a white head of hair, and, you know, yeah. he's got the same shop <laughs> he's had forever. spinning. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever out front. Yeah. So, so in learning to cut it yourself, did you 
like go to that white barber and it was just like I can never go back? Or was it like you got to the mountains, looked around and was like, nah, I'm not even going. Yeah, I walked in there, walked out. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I mean, I had a few of those. Like I would get high in tights. Oh, so when I was real little, I'd go to the military base and I would get cuts there and they get, you know, I'd have the high and tight. And those was like, everybody gets the, the, the cut. You got like the, the 10 cuts. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. high and tight, this, that. I, flat top was big at the time. <laughs> you know, the flat top. I know exactly what you did, but I, I feel like you didn't get the kid and play flat top. Like it was the one that's like a quarter inch. Yeah, yeah. So well, I didn't even get the flat. I'm talking about the white guy flat top. You oh. remember the white guy flat top? Where they would basically brush it back and then somebody would take the clippers and just level it out. Bro. It could go into a mullet too. They also had that oh. version where it was flat top, <laughs> like Captain Planet had oh, the flat top yeah, yeah, with yeah. the mullet okay. in the back. I know exactly what you're talking. They had about. that. My bus driver had it, just a flat top, but was shaved in the like. But it was like super flat, and he kept one of those pocket combs on him, <laughs> or the pocket brush where you slide it over your finger, and it's really thin. You can keep it in your pocket. I know exactly what you talking. Bus driver was slick. Yeah, he would have that thing. Yeah, he definitely he was spraying <laughs> some stuff in there. His, he was older too, but yeah, he rocked that. He rocked the flat top. I was like, I had respect for his flat top. <laughs> so you were saying like, you have this like routine and you learn how to cut your hair because you just grew up somewhere where the um, there weren't any barbers. Um, do you have a barber now that you go to and you trust? Or would you just walk into any barber shop and be like, oh, I just need to get my face done real quick? Like, no, uh, I mean, I wouldn't. It all depends. You know, when you walk into a barber shop and no one knows you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They try to slide you to the fucking back. The yeah. guy's got the duct tape clippers no. that he got from the other guy working. I'll show you my old ones. And he's like, now doing it. He went from brooming to now he's doing this, or he's fresh out of the barber school and. They always try to pawn you off in the back of the shop and you're like, and then, you know, you get to cut your necks raw. Like I got a sensitive neck. So I don't line up the front of my hair. Uh, So I'll just do like the side here into the beard. I don't let people touch my neck uh, with clippers or anything either. So I'll just have them do the line up here and take it down to like one even length. And then, um, or maybe taper the side or something if it's a little longer, but I don't let them touch the neck, but I sometimes I like to get it lined up uh, the neck. So you just do you just do from like your your eyebrows down line. Down, up. yeah. Do you line up the back too? Uh, not as much as I used to, but I, I when I do go every now and again, every like month or so, I'll go. I do have a barber named Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Though. <laughs> And she's pretty cold, man. She's cold. So she'll do that and she'll like take care of me in the beard, <clears throat> take care of the beard. So like, I'm like, oh, I got this thing I want to go to. And I want to make sure the line's proper. And I just don't want to do it, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of get in there. But it's rare. Uh, but she takes care of it. Where? Uh, she's on Melrose. Mona Lisa on Melrose. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. She's got her um, her own studio. Oh, wow. Um, she used to be over at trendsetters and then they were shutting shit down for covid and like people got to make a fucking living so he's like, i'm open yeah. up my own spot and you know it would just be like just like one at a time so like i come in boom at a time how did you find it was it like a recommendation or well my boy uh would cut there too um over at uh, at that spot mm-hmm. 
um, and sometimes she wouldn't be there. So then I, she would cut my hair, and I was like, yeah, she does a good job. And then got to a point, you know, you get to get, you got it, because you don't want to wait. You text, you know, like yeah. text, like, hey, like, can I come through at this time? Like, oh, uh, how about one thirty? Like, cool. And then you come in, Is but she- I only do the neck and and and, the, and line up the beard really. So so you're probably here what twenty minutes if that. Yeah, if that in in, in the chair. In the chair and out, you know. Oh, bro, you got you got a nice setup, man. I I love my barber. He's a good guy, great guy. But I think in the probably five years I've been going to him, I've been out of the shop in less than two hours, maybe once. Jeez, yeah. See, dude, you you got to bring a like a Nintendo <laughs> Switch, and that's a whole thing. You're beating Zelda, bro. Like I is. Bad man, but once once we can, you know, at some point when, when we can get that locked in to where I can be, you know, less than forty five minutes, he'll be the best barber in LA. He's just, he's just well, that's why he probably got a, a lot of people, and he tries to squeeze in some extras. Oh, bro, scheduling conflicts are like every time I walk in the shop, he looks up and it's kind of like, oh, he just. Yeah, yeah, they give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the shrug and kind of the... The worst is when you get cut. Yeah, I just got to get him real... What? (laughs) No, I'm just going to... Just a quick... Oh, yeah, okay. You only get lined up. You only get lined up. You like, bro, that's... Still a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, always, always. And I feel like that's part of the... uh, the barbershop culture that uh, we need to we, we need to fix. Like of all the things that need to be fixed in 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 any in any culture in the entire world, the barbershop. barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> the the and you know it's great. Good small talk. Good talk. Joking around. It's always good laughs. You know yeah, that's oh, one yeah. thing. It, it is good laughs, and you can kind of butt into any conversation and just. Give your two cents on LeBron or whatever. All of that is perfect. Yeah, but it's we got to cut the time. Yeah, we got to get the scheduling down. Once that, once that is in place, like the barbershop will be. I mean, it's already you know a mecca of like giving your opinion and and learning about things and definitely debate. Like, oh yeah, it's debate know, central. I feel like that same like, debates at yeah. every barbershop. <laughs> You walk into one, you don't miss a beat. Bro, I wonder I wonder if there's like a mass like email or text and they have like Yeah. These are the, the head barbers. points yep. of, of this week. And exactly. you know, come correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come you correct. better be ready, get your material right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you can't you cause cause there's no place that will boo you as quick as a barbershop. Yeah. I feel like not even on a comedy stage, like I feel like crowds are more forgiving. Yeah. I think also because a barbershop is like everybody feels like it's their time. Yeah. So whenever they're not talking, they're just like, they feel like they're being interrupted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so that's a big part of like why that culture is so intense is you have everybody like ready to perform. Yeah. It's putting on. Yeah. It's yeah. Time. I, I, that is one thing I do definitely appreciate about my barbershop though is. The the interactions between the barbers too and the shit they talk to each other. Oh like yeah, the haircuts they give or the amount of time they take or like yeah, it takes you fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a fade. Oh man, but that's I'm, great. I'm, I'm 
I envy the fact that you found a way to check out of the barbershop game. Just, just yeah. it was like a blessing in disguise moving up to uh, the mountains and not having the option. And now you can, you know. Well, my mom would, yeah. And then my mom would cut my hair for a little bit before I started being like, all right, I'm taking shit into my own hands, you know, because <laughs> she didn't really line it up or anything. And uh, she did a good job, you know, for my, you know, she took care of it. But uh, is your mom white? Oh, she's white. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Right. Okay. So, so I she mean, had she had a lot to learn. Just jumped full, just deep in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and this is like pre like YouTube tutorials. No. Like, yeah, Instagram you know, there's like help. tutorials for like white moms with black kids. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're gonna teach you, you know, like how to, how to cut your black stepson's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come right in. Oh. But she cut me one time, and this is pretty classic, but, and there's like photo of it, but she was cutting my hair going down, you know, oh, with the grain. It was okay. She was going down and out of nowhere, I just felt like, like the guard came off and in the middle of my hair was just a razored out, basically like <laughs> chunk. And my mom was like. Like, I could just tell she, like, just fumbled, you know? And I was like, I was like, what happened? What happened? And I felt, uh, and I just could feel that, like, patch gone. What and age? What age? I was in middle school. So it was That's kind of cruel. Tragic. Like seventh, eighth grade? So somewhere like that, seventh, eighth. And that's not what you need no, coming in. No, no, you can't. It. You can't wear hats in school either. Yeah. So it's not like you can just throw on the fitted or snap back and you're good. <laughs> But I just had to rock it. Oh, you rocked it? I showed up with you a nice patchy. You didn't take it all the way down? No, I didn't. Wow. Because then I started telling people I had a rare disease, <laughs> got sympathy, you know, lunches were free. I was able to stop slacking on my homework. I was like, well, it's just so hard right now with, you know, everything going on. <laughs> But I try to put a smile on my face. Yeah, I try. You see, I make it here every day. And, yeah. You know, I want to do my best while I'm still here. Yeah, I just get to eat in class. Well, you know, I just, <laughs> you know, it's like with every, I have to eat X amount of. Bro, the way you parlayed that into like a good life, actually, because it, it, I feel like in most places, like it, growing up with my boys, they wouldn't have cared. You know what I mean? Like get like destroying my confidence. Oh, beat you down, me. kick yeah, you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been way more important than like, oh my gosh, he's he's got this unfortunate disease that created one patch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm totally. I really didn't. I really didn't do that. That would have been insane. Genius, but insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know. I I, I just took it. Edge between the two. But people. I mean, that was kind of the beauty of it also, like, because it was a school full of white people, they were probably like, oh, that's the new thing. You yeah. know what I mean? They start showing up with patches on their head. They're like, I, I guess that's what they do. I just want Alex to feel comfortable. I yeah, yeah. No, they really didn't give a fuck. They were like, yeah, they definitely. It wasn't like today's day. Like, yeah. if, when, when I was a kid, it wasn't like people being like, hey, let me figure out how I can. They were, you know, there were some, definitely some races and there was Oh, people that weren't uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, racist. I mean, it was a mix, but nobody was like going out of their way to be like, oh, let's just make sure you feel right at home, bucko. You know, is 
You know, with your culture, is there anything you want in the cafeteria? I noticed we don't have any soul food. Yeah. We could do a soul food Tuesdays. You know? Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like that's definitely uh new and even probably still more so on the coast. Yeah. You know. Um cuz I grew up I grew up in a similar uh where it was like predominantly white environment. And it was funny because my my cousins their hair was so important to them and like having waves and all of this stuff. But it was like coming from, you know, this white environment, it just never mattered. There was no emphasis. And they're like, man, how you going to like be out here with your hair not cut? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, we both still pulling girls. Like it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's not getting in my way of doing anything. And I think it's interesting. Like, you know, did you ever see any of that where like, Maybe with your cousins or or when you got to L.A. And you, or Juco and you started hanging out with like more black people. If you did like the yeah. emphasis they put on the importance of a haircut and having your hair a certain way. And like, yeah, certain people, uh, certain people. Yeah. When I moved, I was a, there was a lot of people more like that. But it's the same. It's just a culture thing. And everyone and it's the same reason why people wear giant fake chains and yeah, 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 we'll yeah. stand in line or the guy just got shot in Melrose over a pair of Jordans. It's like we put too much care in, in things that don't really matter at the yeah. end of the day. You know, we're, yeah, we're yeah. worried about that so that we can be up oh, just, you know, it, trying to like fit in a certain way. I'm just trying to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. the, instead of being like, nah, this is me. I'm going to rock my, you know, my own style, my own thing. It's being like I want to fit in, so then I can point at the other people that aren't. Do you feel like Do you feel like you got like your confidence about not worrying about like fitting in? Was it? Did you did like your mom put an emphasis on that when you were growing up, or was it just? Do you think it's just sort of natural for like who you are? Um, like, where do you think? you got the confidence to like show up and be around like, you know, other people and then be like, bro, what's up with your hair? And you'd be like, this is what's up with my hair. Yeah. I'd be like, it's dope as fuck. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Well, I just feel like, uh, you know, when you're, you get, I just hung out with some older people, right. A lot yeah. growing up and stuff and working on the farm and, and things like that. That, all right, when you see someone who gets older, they just quit giving a fuck, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, and when you're hanging out, it's like, I don't care, like, nose hair hanging. Like, I'm not on that <laughs> level, you know? But it's like, uh, they just don't care, and it just seems like a better quality of life being like, I'm not going to trip out about, oh, uh, I got a stain on my shirt. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was eating barbecue. Fuck it. There's right. a whole Tim McGraw song about it. It's pretty great, <laughs> you know? It's just like, yeah, I, I was living and, and this happened as opposed to being like, damn, man, like, and tripping about it and being like, oh, I look like a scrub. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I just think that, yeah, and, and when you stand out and you be yourself, I think that that is the most powerful you can be. When you start trying to conform is when you lose all your power. Right, right, right. Because now you're, now you're trying to, to, to be a part of and doing whatever those people are doing yeah. which may not be natural to you yeah I, I gotta drive a beamer 
uh, even though I can't afford this shit. And now I'm uh, now I'm Ubering. And I'm stressed. And I'm stressed. But hey, man, yeah. I fucking fit in, dude. <laughs> Got two compliments today. Hey, man, <laughs> you know. And it's just like that. Like it's just everyone trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so for you, like, do you think? Um, do you think that's part of the reason? You don't do the line in the front. Is it was like you got to a because I'm sure at one point you did. Yeah. Right? And then it was like, did you just really like look at yourself and was like, well, I, I kind of like how I look more without the like razors edge. Yeah. Dudes painting it in and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I just was like, yeah, it looks good. It's natural. I mean, it's who I am. Like my hair grows like that. Like I, I like the. You know, I trim it, you know, I, I definitely take care of it and style it. But, yeah, a lot of, like, natural things look good, you know? Yeah. Like, so many, see so many black dudes with just so many razor bumps under their neck because they're trying to have some, like, crispy, like, beard. And it's like, yeah, well, now you need to line up your pimples. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've literally destroyed your skin trying to get this certain look. When from whoever you see on TV who has to have it airbrushed out or something and right. it's not even real yeah. and you're like trying to get that and you're just destroying your 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 natural skin instead of just letting it like grow in and then just trimming it short from there so it looks nice and neat. You know what I mean? But not trying to get a pencil thin goatee and shave everything down around it. So, so it's a big part of it for you just like being honest to who you are is yeah. like it's it's about like at the end of the day like irregardless of what's happening around me like i need to feel comfortable in my own skin that's what's my biggest priority is is making sure i feel well and having like my hair not be lined up and be kind of like and, and growing it out and just like doing what's most natural to me Mm-hmm. It ultimately for you came down to like how you felt in your own skin and not the people around you. Yeah. I think that's key, you know? Yeah, I think that's dope. Yeah, and, and it's low maintenance, man. I don't spend any money. I trim my beard, you know, every, you know, I line it up. Because, uh, you know, in the cheeks, you're not really going to get any problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as like razor burn, like up higher, you know, for your line. It's really under here. Yeah, the by the, the, the Throat, neck, the throat, and neck, and I do it every now and again. Like my dad, uh, um, really dark, has like that complexion and those features, and easy to get ingrown uh, hairs. Right. Well, when he was in the Navy at that time, everybody had to be like clean shave, boom, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like or the razor, st- shave. razor shave, and they'd make him do it every day. And he destroyed a lot of skin. You can get scars under your, you know, oh, yeah. and he'd get ingrown hairs and. But now in the military, uh, if you're, you know, prone to that, or you're, you know, you have curlier hair, you're usually, if you're black, <laughs> there, you can kind of like just keep like trim it short and you don't act, like take a guard to clippers. You don't actually have to shave it to where it's underneath the skin, basically. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. So that's a big step for the military, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. I don't so but but back then they didn't give a shit. No, no, I feel like they they it was this how we do it. Yeah. We've already established how we do it. I think that's I think it probably also helps in a way like it's it's funny how it could seem so small but it's like the morale. 
Oh, yeah. You don't have to wake up. And that's what I say about cops, too. I'm like, well, if I had to wake up every day and put a Gillette to my neck, yeah. <laughs> I'd be pissed off, too. All I can have is a stash. Like, I can't even grow out a little scruff around. Like, nope. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't cops have a beard? I've always thought it. I thought of this as a bit once where I was like, well, no wonder they're pissed off. I was like, why can they not have a beard? Like, they, one, don't look like, I am now, this is yeah. what an angry guy cop looks like. Mm, thick stash. And you become a, a clone. Yeah, 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 and you're not yeah. allowed to be like an individual person. And I think that they'd be more approachable. If they were allowed to grow a beard, they'd be happier. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you think know? That, and it's funny, like, because it is just such a minor little tweak. You know what I mean? I think that's dope, though, that you uh, have always, or not always, but, like, you were able to, like, grow in to that and put an emphasis on that for yourself and just, like, from the outside looking in, seeing, like, the comfort in which you've always moved through life. Um, I got a couple of questions oh from the internet they want to know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so james says alex uh, i'm one of your biggest fans and i just want to know man how do you do it that's uh let me cross that one off um no so we're gonna so so part of this is we're gonna end uh each podcast with asking these questions um all right i like it hot seat yeah yeah you're on it you're on it now so what's more important having the right haircut or the right outfit right haircut or the right outfit i think if you have a dope one of each it can carry the other <laughs> you know what i mean like if you got like man that hair is amazing the outfit's like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like but the hair i mean it's kind of taking the attention away yeah 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 but the outfit does speak volumes though mm. i mean that's a really tough question that's a loaded <laughs> i mean i think they're they're both important man. they're both important okay 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 what about uh if you had to lose one, your hair or your facial hair, which one are you giving up? Man, these are tough. <laughs> the hair or the facial hair? Luckily, I, I, I got a full head, so I do every now and again. I am like, oh, thank God. Like, I'm like, thanks, man. Like, you know, <laughs> making sure because that's such a tough thing in a man's life. Like, I thought of a documentary series about this, right, where I was like, I want to follow a dude. Well, I had a candidate in mind. It was just hard in the quarantine. Still might bring it up where I follow a guy who's like going through this whole balding process. And like yeah, yeah, I yeah. take him to like surgeons who are like, we can do this and this and kind of weigh out the options, you know. That that it's funny you say that because that's partly what inspired this podcast is my boy was cutting my hair and he was like, oh, starting to thin. <laughs> All right, dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want a fat tip, do you? <laughs> and this was just like my, this was just a friend of mine who could cut hair. And he said that. And like, both of my brothers are like going bald. One of them is bald. And it was like the level of paranoia I had moving forward mm -hmm. to where it was like, I wouldn't even want to like wipe the top of my head. With a towel, or he got a shower. <laughs> I was so worried about one day just wiping my hair off, and I was like, Damn. <laughs> just white scratching your head. And, oh shit! It's just fluttering down, and it was like, see, because well, that never, paranoia will make you go bald. And that's what I'm saying is it became like a stress, and yeah. I was like, 
damn, how have other men dealt with this? Like, who have actually gone through it? And and that's why I wanted to come up with, like, this podcast to kind of get to know about people and, like, their journey with their hair and how it's kind of shaped, like, their perception of themselves. Or, like, even for you, where it was, like, getting to a place where you were comfortable enough with yourself and honest with yourself to be like, this is how I'm going to wear my hair, despite even like my, my stepdad or dad not wanting it to be this way. Or whatever. Yeah. Or like, just like people. Yeah. Cause it wasn't, a lot of people weren't rocking their natural curls. Like now everyone's like trying to get the, like that, like, yes. Oh, it's natural bro. He do, <laughs> you know? Um, especially when I go to like auditions, I'll see a lot of imposters in there. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's funny too. Yeah. Cause like even, for me growing up, I was similar to you in the fact that like I would just grow my hair out. Yeah. With no purpose. It would yeah. just be like, yeah, yeah it's here. don't feel like cutting it. Like, you know, I don't want to sit in a barber shop for however long. So yeah, I'm just growing it out. But, yeah. And people are like, but you're not trying to get like you're not gonna lock it up, you're not gonna Yeah, what are you gonna rolls? do with it? It was yeah. always the what are you gonna do with it? <laughs> like, uh, I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> people yeah, people the, the the thing, yeah. So what are you doing? I remember some people, what are you doing with your hair? Yeah. This, man. Oh, yeah. That natural. And it's funny because, like, I keep saying it's funny, but it is like that empowerment I felt from owning the fact that I'm doing this for me. There Mm -hmm. is no I care about how anyone else feels about this. This is just like, yeah, because that's why I used to just tell people, like, because, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to explain myself either. Blows their mind. Yeah, they're like, wait. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to gonna go with one of the 10 <laughs> selected styles? Like you're a video game you're, character? You're the default? You're yeah, you what? what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, think that, I think that's dope, man. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're on. I hope people can, like, hear this and, and, you know, maybe even find a little confidence to kind of, channel their inner Alex Phillips and, and be more true to, to themselves, and, man. And with that said, sometimes there is a time to, you know, obviously sitting back from the sidelines, <laughs> there is a time when you got to just say, hey, I either need to get some plugs, <laughs> something. When you start holding on to it too much, then it looks desperate, right? Where you see it and you're like, geez, Louise, like one glare and I could, don't even know you have hair and then. There's some people where you're like, bro, it's time. Like, I had a homie. I was like, dude, it's time. And, and that's the thing, too, is like, to to let go of it. It's tough. You can see men, though, who have, and the freedom they have in, like, owning their baldness. Once they do, bro. I, I there's a guy, you know, because, you know, we, he, he was, like, holding on to it for a while. And he was like, man, as soon as I, I finally, like, made the decision to shave it, he was like, I got laid that night. <laughs> He was like, yo, for real though. He's like, I got laid that night. And he was like, I've saved like I saved like two thousand dollars a year on haircuts. Oh wow. Yeah, it's it it can really be, you know, letting letting go. And you don't put the barber in that position. Like every time that balding guy <laughs> walks in, you see the barber just start sweating, like, how am I going to do this? Like he wants a crispy line. Well, I don't have enough shit there. Oh, bro. My barber, I, I was telling him about this, and that's what he said. He was like, bro, if there's any hope of a semblance of a line, a guy is like, don't mess that up. Yeah. Don't take that. Like, Man, he fucked my eyes. shit up. It's yeah. like, dude. 
That's a lot of pressure, too, on a barber. I never even thought about that. That's a lot of when the guy walks in who's barely got anything. You're like, uh, what do you? What am I supposed to do here? Like, (laughs) he's like, I want my hair cut. What hair? (laughs) You want me to buzz this shit off for you? Like, shit. Okay, I'll buzz it and line up. But it looks better when they do that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of. You either have to have more of like an egg-shaped head or a smaller head. Or nice. Yeah, perfect. It's kind of got to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, because then there are some people you're like, man, that's just a weird head. Like, a blockhead is just, I mean, that's tough regardless. But yeah. Like, <laughs> you shave it, you get to block. see every, or like, like some people like have indentions or stuff in their head. The grooves, like the groove. Oh, the groove like, is crazy. The sharp hay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sharp <laughs> The Sharpay head, and they—that's when you should definitely go your hair. If you can, for sure. You can, but yeah. like if you got, but sometimes you can't because then I feel really bad for those cats because then you're like, how do you even shave that? You like, like it's like shaving booty cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like spread the cheeks. Yeah, spread the cheeks. Get the razor in there. You're like every morning. You're like, oh man. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough life. You might just laser it off at that point. I think that's yeah. I mean. I guess that's the final question is if you were to like, you know, the hair may, may thin, would you take like, would you get procedure? Go with the hems and are the hems? Yeah, you get like the well, spider legs plucked into your head. Yeah, no, that looks weird. I wouldn't do the plugs or anything like that. Because um, then I'd just have like different hair. Like it would just look. These straight hairs. Yeah, these straight hairs. What the hell happened, man? Just got these straight hairs. I just got like samurai hair. Like just in a ponytail. Like, yeah, I want the longest plugs you got. But it's woven between your like regular Regular hair. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, if I got to that point, I think I I like to say that, you know, I would just, if it got to the point, which I think. You know, unless something crazy comes on, I think I got a good amount of time still left. Oh, yeah, no, I think another, it. you know, 20 some years. Minimum, minimum. And then at that point, man, if I if I can't just shave my head, you know, then I'm a bitch. <laughs> they say you got bigger issues. Yeah, <laughs> you need to grow up, buddy. <laughs> you need to grow up still hanging out, trying to go to the clubs and shit. Like, <sighs> yeah, no, you definitely don't want to be the guy who's got like... Who, Balding, older, and wearing young clothes. You don't want to be the guy in like billionaire boy club outfit. At Fifty years old, still trying to still cool dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bro. You have to tell us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Then those are the dudes though that are always like trying to hook up with young chicks at that age. Yeah, they want like a twenty-two-year-old girl, and it's like. Why? Because they finally can afford the convertible. They think that girl wanted. Yeah. You know their whole life. Right. It's it's yeah that that that's a podcast in and of itself. It's just I I feel like getting to know that guy's thought process would be interesting. Oh, it's probably like a goldfish. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like just pop to the (laughs) next. Oh, oh, shit. Let me let me fuck this. It's just a TikTok. Actually, it's not even a podcast. Yeah, it's just a TikTok. Like I, I feel like that. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other guy. Ah, uh, that's funny. Well, man, I appreciate you coming out. Uh, 
And, you know, showing the podcast some love. You're one of the first guests helping me get this off the ground. Hey, man. Happy to be here. I thought it was really cool. I think it's a cool idea. And, you know, like I said, like the hair is a journey. Yeah, it really, it really is, man. And I think so many of us can learn from each other's journeys. Yeah. It wouldn't be LA if the sirens weren't going off in the back. Fashion police. (laughs) Someone say hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the note we're going to end it on. Until next time, guys. All right. Take care. Peace.